Hello and welcome to Abscond with Ethan Renault. This is the Pillow Talk Edition, episode 29, with my best friend, guest, David Marino. Hello. <laughs> it is um, 11.26 right now oh, at night. Torture. Yeah, Dave is not a night person. I am an ultimate night person. So if you want to see what Dave looks like for the entirety of this episode recording, go to the web page and look at this picture of Dave. I've arranged it so that his head's on the pillow and his mouth is aimed in the direction of the microphone. And so <laughs> there's a very good chance he'll fall asleep while we're recording this podcast. It could happen. You got to speak up, Dave. You're not even registering on the... Um, on the gram thing. Oh, the, that's like, is this good? No, you're still not even moving the thing. How about now? Well, yeah, they're showing up. All right. All right. Now that Dave's spewing high energy, we're going to start off <laughs> by talking about two trips that we took this year. Or sorry, last year, 2019. It's 2020. Wow. Yeah. You got to speak up a little more, Dave. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, showing up. Last year in June, Dave came down to Guatemala when I was still living there. And the last week I spent in Guatemala was with Dave. Um, I had been teaching there for a full year, in case you didn't know that. Um, I was living there, teaching there for a full year. And um, at the very tail end of that, after all of my classes were complete, Dave flew down. And we spent an entire week touring around the country. And honestly, I don't know about you, Dave, but it was one of the best weeks probably of my entire life. I Every morning when I drive to work, I think about it. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think about like the rope swing that we went on. Yeah, the rope swing was the best part. Like Flores, the, the island in the middle of the lake. Yeah. That was really, we canoed back when it was raining. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Where were we in the jungle? In Coban? Coban. Or Lankin? Which mean, one? I think we were in Lan- outside of Lankin at Samuk Champay. Was that the... The river that went underground and the cave? Oh, yeah, 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 that one. Was that Samuk Champay? Yeah. What was Lankin? That was like the town... That was the nearest town to oh. Samuk Champay. The one that took forever to get out of. Remember? Like we were in a truck. Yeah, the transportation on that trip was very questionable. No, no. Hey, remember when we were waiting outside of the pharmacy? Yeah. We named a dog. What was that dog's name? Moxie. Short for amoxicillin. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) We said, you live by a pharmacy, you'll be named amoxicillin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but she kind of looked like a moxie. I mean, she was really moxie. There was yeah. like a, a gang. She a had pack. crazy nips. <laughs> I guess most of the street female dogs do because they're not spayed or anything. So they just got nips galore. You could tell she was an independent. Like a pack of dogs came running down and she didn't pay him any heed. She's like, I'm, I'm moxie and well, I, I do my own thing. Probably because you were petting her. I mean, street dogs... Don't get petted that often, so. Oh, that's just a sad, sad thing. 
Yeah. Just it's in the video, actually. Um, uh, my year in review video on YouTube. Go check it out. Where it was like, a, I'd say like f- probably 70% of that video is just our one week <laughs> out of my entire year. That one trip took up most of. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. So the much. The whole country. Yeah. So much green. The river. I mean, I've never been, in, I've never been in a body of water that was like practically body temperature. Like I've never been in a body of water that was actually warm where I didn't shiver anytime I went in. Even, yeah. Even in the cave, it was actually really nice. That was cool. I bet in the cave our adrenaline was going too, though. Oh, man. I remember at first thinking, uh-oh, it's kind of chilly. But then we were like so stoked to be in the cave. Also, you <laughs> swore at me like crazy when we were in the cave, remember? And you jumped down and gashed your knee open. Yeah. And you said something stupid like, watch out for the rock. Yeah, because I was telling you there was a second rock to watch out for, and you yeah. thought I was just being smart. <laughs> I th- man, I was pissed. Yeah, <laughs> so you're you're like cussing at me. I, I was like, no, really, Dave. There's another rock you have to watch out for. Like, oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I still have a scar on my knee for that. Really? Yeah. But apparently, you you got messed up more on your ankle, right? Yeah. <laughs> I man. I think that was the hardest I laughed all year. You know, that's the funny thing. Like, I got a scar from my knee from that little bump on the rock, but my whole ankle swelled up. Like, I sprinted through an airport, like, with this, like, sprained ankle. But then when I went into the doctor, like, at all the tests that they that they ran, like, it didn't, it didn't come up as a sprain. Like, the doctor said, it's presenting as a sprain. The, bru- the bruising says that it's a sprain. But it doesn't hurt like a sprain. So what was it? I don't know. I didn't pay $800 for an MRI, so we never figured it out. Oh. It was just the Guatemalan voodoo. Yeah. (laughs) Did they... There's still um, a bump there, though. Just a little bump. Still? Yeah, there's a little bump. Does it it hurt? No. Well, that's good. Do you want to tell them how you got it? Oh, man. (laughs) Well... We're at Jose's rope swing. Jorge's rope swing. Jorge's rope swing. And you got the GoPro. We're taking pictures. Pictures are great. You were teaching me how to take some pictures. I I am such a noob with the camera. So we were doing that. And I thought, and you brought the GoPro. So I thought that I could hold the rope one-handed and do a really cool shot with me holding the GoPro and swing one-handed. But the rope was like... 15 feet above the water on this like concrete terrace thing. So you were, of course you said, Oh, can you do it? Can you do it? And I thought you meant, are you strong enough to do it? And I said, of course I'm strong enough to do it. Like it's fine. But I jumped before and my hands were kind of (laughs) wet. So as you like take the rope and you run along this like concrete (laughs) barrier, that's like tiered. So like, if you if you just like walked off the thing, you would actually hit like a concrete platform <laughs> below. So I swung and I ran one handed, swung from the rope, and then when my full weight hit the rope, uh, <laughs> plus my, the force of you swinging, yeah, my my hands slipped and you lasted about one point two seconds oh, on the rope. Oh, point point seven <laughs> maximum. 
And then I fell, and then I fell into the bank of water where there's like a bunch of rocks and stuff. And it was like a foot of water, maybe. And either, like well, when I was in the air, I just had one thought: like I'm gonna snap my tibia, like a bone is gonna break. Like I knew the concrete was below. Like I was just preparing for it. I'm like a bone is gonna break. The trip is over. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Well, and I hit the water. You had the GoPro in your hand. I did. <laughs> fortunately for you, you jack. Oh man! But when I hit the water and I came back up, I was I was so like I didn't I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel any bones break. I didn't hurt. I was so excited. It's you like, came up and you just looked at the GoPro and said, "Woo! That didn't work." <laughs> I was just so happy that I wasn't in pain. <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried, so worried. Mm-hmm. And we were there for like five hours, right? It felt like yeah, that long. We had the five. we had the whole place to ourselves for like an hour and a half before those two English guys came. That was British guys, I should say. They were British. Yeah, that was such a good day. Uh, yeah, so we like. Well, the other thing too is we we could have paid. Ironically, more money to take a water taxi out to Jorge's rope swing from on the island, but instead we decided to rent a canoe for the day, and it was about the same price. But we had just had a two-person canoe ourselves for the entire day, right? That's right. And um, so we paddle out there pretty early. No one else is there. We have the entire. They had what three or f- three rope swings and a diving board. It was just you, me. Jorge and Jorge's wife. And the water. And the water. The only thing I remember Jorge saying, he said very few words to us, except all he said is, this is very dangerous. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> That's right. There were signs like, everywhere, too, like swing at your own risk and stuff. Yeah. Right? And they were just like, that's how it is in Guatemala. Like, that's his entire life's work is people come and pay 10Q to <laughs> swing on this rope. Swing on his rope. I think you said nobody's died, but a lot of people have gotten hurt, right? Yeah, I was almost one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> the idiot. It <laughs> was so good. And so we're canoeing back to Flores, and then it just starts this like light, perfect, warm rain falls. So we're just canoeing in the rain, and we just like stopped and enjoyed it and sat in the middle of this lake, and the rain was falling. That was like the perfect day. We had such good food all day long, too. Is that when we went to the restaurant, like above the water, and there was that cat that freaked you out under the table? Yeah. And that Why did kitten? It freak me out? I can't remember. You didn't know it was there, and so you just felt this like furry thing rub oh, up against yeah. your leg, and you feel like the whole <laughs> table came up off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we eat that restaurant once or twice? Once. Once. I think we ate there the first night. I can't remember where we ate after that. Uh, but we also went to Tikal from Flores, and that was unbelievably beautiful. You're right. I had low expectations of Tikal. I was like, you know, it'll be like going to the Washington Monument. You show up, you look at it, take a picture in front of it, and leave. That's what but, I was afraid of, too. Yeah. But we get to Tikal, and if you don't know what Tikal is, it's this, like, ancient Mayan ruins where there's what they said there's like something like if they use x-ray radar or whatever to scan under the ground 
they've seen like 60,000 buildings in this 12 square mile area called Tikal. Tikal's the name of the park. And you've probably seen pictures of these Mayan temples. There's like several huge temples rising out of the ground. And they, they're the ones with like tons of stairs. And there's like tiers on the sides building up to the top. And they're incredible. But what I wasn't expecting is that to be so spread out, you can wander through this rainforest, jungle. And we saw monkeys and we saw these animals I'd never seen before. What did they say? They say like a guy got lost in there for like... Oh, yeah. Ten days? Uh, no, I think it was just two days. Two? Oh. Two nights, maybe. Two, ten. They start, <laughs> they start with T. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He got lost in there for more than one night, <laughs> which is... Yeah. And then they put maps in, like, <laughs> after that. And they don't even say, like, you are here. It just gives the whole part. They don't? No. Oh. That's why we had so much trouble, like, find, trying to uh, find yeah. out where we were. Well, it's because the, the temples, like, on one map, they were called, like... C12, but in the other one, it would be called like King's Palace. <laughs> so you're like, how do these line up? I don't know. It's like they were put in at different times. Yeah. Like, like they're all put in in the same decade, but not in the same year. Yeah. But it was so cool because I almost felt like maybe you didn't feel this way. Like, I know that, like, obviously, Dave and I weren't like discovering these temples, but the park was so big. We just went off on our own away from our tour group and it almost felt like we were discovering them in the jungle. Like we'd come around the curve of the path and ahead of us would be another temple or like two temples across from each other. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's more. And the temples just kept going and going and the rainforest kept going. I was worried about, you know, you have a temple and I feel really bad for saying this and I'm pretty sure this is like, I don't know my whiteness coming through mm-hmm. my white tourist, but it's like you see a temple and it's a temple and then you go look at another temple and it's a temple and there's not much variation. Like I was worried that, you know, in the first 20 minutes I'd become like disenfranchised. Like kind of just check it off your list and get bored. Yeah, exactly. And did you but feel that way? Not really. No, I think if they were all really close together, I would have felt that way. But like, yeah, we had to in some like sometimes like we had to hike like a, a kilometer in order to get somewhere. So just a kilometer of just rain and oh, and the rain. That's the other thing I remember telling you, like while we were walking on our way to one, like all the jungle noises. Like mm-hmm. Ethan, if I close my eyes, I feel like I'm in some really cheap restaurant. Like that the like, rainforest cafe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was just like so many noises at once. You th- you feel like it's just a soundtrack, but it was real. Yeah. And that was just a really weird moment. We said something similar in the cave. Like it feels like this could just be like some, um, not paper mache, but like some plastic thing that people put together or plaster thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like you're in a fake cave. And it's like, you're almost in a real cave. But we were in a real cave. And it was super cool. And it was just like surreal because you get so accustomed to these like fabricated experiences that when you're actually in a cave or you're actually in a rainforest, you're like, whoa, wait, I'm actually here right now. Like this isn't like it was really cool. Yeah. We saw a tarantula in the wild. Oh, man. That was creepy. I have this video and the guy does it. He, like, gets the tarantula to come out of its hole. And right after it does, he pumps his fist and goes, Gucho! So now sometimes I literally, <laughs> like, 
say that if I do something that I'm stoked about. <laughs> what like is that? Under what my breath, like, good job. What does that even mean? I have no good idea. Job. I don't know if he's saying, like, good job or if he's if it's some expression. I wonder if it's his own personal catchphrase. Well, it's become yeah. mine. I'll just, like, pump my fist and be like, good job. <laughs> I, I remember him becoming, he was he was a really, he was a nice guy, but I remember him coming up to us because we left the tour group. We were part of a tour group and we like split off from him. And he said that they like waited for us, but we split off. And so they, they kept like moving on. So they were kind of worried about us. I don't think they really waited for us that long though. Really? Yeah. That's what he said. He's like, we waited for you. We didn't know where you were. I don't know about that. Yeah, well. In the end, they almost left without us. So. Oh, yeah. Sprinting to catch a bus. Because I was buying a little T-Call The statue. one bus that left on time. Yeah. We almost missed. Yeah. Every other bus was like half an hour late. Yeah, or at least. Guatemala <laughs> is notorious for that. Um. Was there anything, any other major things from that trip? We did so much on that trip. We did Samuk Champay, the cave, um, the rope swing, Tikal. Showering in the rain. Oh, that was after we got our faces painted with the cave tar. Yeah. That was so cool. Never showered in the rain before. In the jungle. You're in the middle of the jungle. It's raining. The water is like you don't even feel it falling on you because it's like the same temperature as your body. Wow. We saw those Mayan women bathing in the river. <laughs> I was like surreal because they were naked. And I was like, this is something out of either a really bad 90s movie where they just go to a different culture and just completely destroy it the whole time or many dreams I've had. <laughs> I'm like floating down a river and there's like Mayan women bathing naked. As I passed by, and I was like, this is a beautiful moment. And Oh, is that when we were tubing? Mm-hmm. Did you see them? No, I don't remember that. Lucky you. You don't have to be tormented the rest of your life. <laughs> by their no, I was just trying to hold on for dear life to the <laughs> feet that I was holding on to. And doors are flexing my feet, so the person holding on to the ones in front of me were... We're going to let it go. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, great week. Anyway, let's talk about a terrible time we had on the trip. Also, jumping off the dock with those girls and the boy, and that, that was after T-Call, and we were so tired. I think that was the coolest point. Wow. Coolest part of your video. Was like you had the GoPro and it was you, me, and the kid, and we were just like diving off the dock mm-hmm. at the same time. That was just really fun. It was just really fun to shoot. Mm-hmm. You said it best. Like diving off stuff in the water can be really fun, especially if you do it with others. There's nothing I'd rather do than jump off things into water all day. Which nothing. Wait, was that? Did we do more of that? Well, that. That was the day after Jorge's rope swing, I think. Oh, okay. And um, we well, we did we jumped off the bridge. Remember that? I do. The yellow bridge. Yes. Did I do that once or twice? Um, did I do it once? I think I did it just maybe once. I don't remember. 
You did it like five times. Yeah, I did it so many times. It's funny. I tell I tell my kids that all the time. I'm like, you know what? My friend jumped off a bridge in Guatemala, and me being the friend that I am, I jumped off with him because he told me to. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some kind of life lesson in that? I don't know. Make sure that someone else does it first so it's safe. <laughs> I feel like that's like very Russian. Like, you go ahead, you jump first, and if you don't die, I'll follow. <laughs> it's funny because that's exactly what it was in Chicago. I jumped off the Chicago bridge into the river, which is highly illegal. Don't do it. But um, I like no one in Moody had ever done it before that we knew of. So we had no idea if it's safe or if there's like rebar underneath that you're just going to get impaled on and you just get stabbed to death and just die underwater. And that's the end of you. I never would have even thought of that. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. So obviously we, we check both sides of the bridge, make sure there's no boats coming. And I'm like, all right. And I, I, I was free falling for two seconds and I'm just having this thought like, well, I'm going to meet Jesus. Like, this could be the very end of my life. And um, I hit the water. I come up to the surface, and I'm like, all right, it's fine. And then everyone else at Moody just starts following it in my footsteps and jumping off this bridge, and it was great. Yeah, that's the last time I'm jumping off a bridge. Whatever. That, that hurt, man. What? That hurt a lot. Oh, Whatever. Yeah, well, maybe if the water was a little bit more broken. It was a river. <laughs> it's as broken as it can get. It was placid. It was like, it was just super slow flowing. Uh, well, anyway. Slow flowing river. Should we talk about a not so fun trip? Uh, oh, yeah. Are you <laughs> talking about Las Vegas? LV, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see, what was wrong with that trip? <laughs> what wasn't wrong with that trip? <laughs> <laughs> so this, so Guatemala was in June, and Las Vegas was, was it December? No. Yeah. Was it? Um, yeah. Wait. It was either Thanksgiving or Christmas time. One or the other. It was, th- it was Thanksgiving. It was the, sun- the weekend before Thanksgiving. And Dave and I had free miles. Oh, that reminds me. We have more free miles because we complained again about that trip. Every single time I fly United, the flight is delayed. And I complain about it. And I get a free voucher for $200 off of a flight. So um, ironically, that one was initially delayed. So I emailed them. And then it got undelayed. And we arrived undelayed, undelayed. It arrived seven minutes earlier than it was scheduled to. And so we still got the free flight. And if you're questioning the morality of that, I have no problem um, getting free flights from a giant corporation that's a third of the size of Apple. Anyway, um, where was I? Bad trip, Las Vegas. So our flight was delayed. Dave, um, Dave and I are pretty travel compatible, but he forgot a lot of things on this trip. What did he forget? Uh, first, the Airbnb. Oh, yeah. The Airbnb fell through while we were in the airport. We got the message that the Airbnb fell through. So we were like, what the heck? But we ended up going to a hotel instead, which was, was it cheaper or? Uh, I think it was around the same price. Around the same price. But that worked out okay. 
But it was just kind of high stress the whole time because stuff like that kept happening. And left my phone in the Uber. Left his phone in the Uber. That was the first time that had ever happened to me. Hey, mm-hmm. viewers, it seems like after all this that I may seem like a forgetful person. But I'm not, really. Like, I'm not. <laughs> like, I never forget my phone anywhere. <laughs> and I did it in this freaking Uber. And it, it like drove away the and then had to come back. And I, he was upset. Um, but uh, what else? I lost, We lost... Well, we didn't lose a ton of money gambling. No. We had a, a set limit of like $50. And it just went so quickly. And I was like, I lost my cool. Because, you know, you think like, oh, 50 bucks, we can make that last. We could have fun for a couple hours, you know, gambling with 50 bucks. And we lost it within what? A total of maybe 20 minutes of playing time. (laughs) And I was like, well, my money is literally just gone. Like, I didn't get anything. My money is just gone. And I just had this moment of rage. It was one of the few times in my life I just remember, like, this blind rage taking over when that dealer's hand flipped, and she just got, like, 21, 21, 21, 21. And I I just got the worst hands ever. It was, like, rigged. I should have known. Like, they rig it. It's a casino. And so I just, like, flipped all my chips over when she took the last one. And, like, what did I say? You saw it. I don't really remember it because I was in a blind fit of rage. Yeah, I like well, saw red. You you threw your one chip. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had. You threw your one chip, and you're like, "Take it, just take it." <laughs> and then she, her eyes went wide, and she was like, "Excuse me, oh, excuse yeah. me, excuse me." I thought she just said it once. I excuse me. I don't know. I definitely remember that. I think she said it twice. As you threw the chip, and then you left. And I tried to do this, like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. But it didn't really come out much. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Like apologizing to her for me? I mean, yeah. But it was, like, kind of half-hearted because I was kind of pissed, too. You knew, like, seeing you, like throw your chip in anger. It was almost like my anger was there with you. So I like got that same kind of half catharsis cause you <laughs> did it and I wanted to do it, but I was too shy to do it and you did it. <laughs> it sounds so petty when you say it out loud. <laughs> I flipped my chip at her. <laughs> well, you know, I mean for two young men going into Las Vegas, you know, I mean, and you were, uh, I think you were a bit low on money at the time, too. So you were kind of yeah, like. I had no job. Yeah. I was you, broke. You were hoping to kind of, you know, at least win a little bit, and it just didn't happen. All I wanted to do was leave there with a little more money than I came in with. And I, the, here's the thing I had the opportunity to do that like four times. I was up five bucks, and I w- could have just been like, sweet. All right, I'm going to leave Vegas with more money than I came in with. $5, but I didn't. I just kept going and then watched my money just go, you know, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. And it's just like, boom, 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 out of money. And you're like, what? And it's just so quick. And then suddenly, like, literally your money is gone. You have no control. No control. Yeah. You basically just control how quickly you, you lose your money. 
instead of how quickly you gain it. Yeah, it was uh, absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so the lesson I learned is go to $1 blackjack tables, not $5 blackjack tables. Yeah, we were we were on the strip. Like the main strip, so the po. I mean, I remember, mm. I remember feeling really, like I remember feeling really nervous. I was like, what, we were at the Bellagio. I think it was like twenty dollar blackjack. Was it twenty or fifteen? We did one round of fifteen, I think, or and ten. I, and I just remember showing up to the table. I put cash on the table, and he flipped it over, and I won. And I walked away, and you're like, "What? No, Dave, stay." And I go, "No, walk away when you're." Walk away when you're ahead. And yeah. We, and I went back to our room, and then that money quickly left the next day. But I think our biggest mistake was we, we, we each, um, we had ten dollars, and we each went to the slots. Oh, that was and awful. We, and we just, I mean, slots are like, I, I will say this, and I will go on air saying this. I don't think, like, when people are high in life. You don't see them sitting at slots. You know what I mean? Not high as in like intoxicated, high no. as in like feeling good about their lives. Like the Sinatra song. What? He sings a song. Like flying high. Or is that Buble? Eh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I saw a lot of sad. Sad faces sitting at the slots. Yeah, but most of them also, I got the impression that they had money to blow. Like, they just were sitting there with their cups of quarters, popping them in, and they looked pretty well off. Like, most of the people at the slot machines looked like they had nothing better to fill their time than just, like, you know, sadly pumping the slot machine. Like, literally just to pass their time. I was like, what is going on? Huh. You know what I found funny? Like, I don't really think of myself as, like, a very superstitious or, like, ritualistic kind of dude, but I noticed that, like, when I was at the slots or whatever, when I was, like, at the table, like, I'd do, like, little funny things just to kind of hope, you know, come on, come on, come on, like, like, you rub your fingers together or, like, you tap your quarter a few times on the slot before putting it in or something like that, you know? Like, you do, like, some weird ritual to like hopefully win a few coins back did you notice that at all did that you, you did that no like did you do anything that that was like one of those no, like, that's probably lucky why chance? i lost so much <laughs> there was that one really hyper mexican lady oh that was the best table yeah well until that other dealer came and took all my money yeah that's true Dave pointed out, it was interesting, when the dealer was really happy and fun and... Jovial and lively. Yeah, we did better. But when they were just really, like, straight-faced and serious and, like, mean about everything, we didn't do as well. Because that table that was really, you know, like, the, the first dealer, where we were, like, really happy and jovial, there was that other lady on the other side of the table that was so loud. <laughs> Even the dealer was like, okay, calm down. Mm-hmm. She like, kept ringing his bell. We That's right, I kept ringing the bell. <laughs> ding, 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 we, ding, ding. we were there for like an hour, or like an hour and a half. Where, was it we, that We long? were there for a long time. We are kind of up and down for a while. But then we went to the other dealer that was just like, meh. Man, our money went so quick. It lasted like 15 minutes. Not even. 
I was mad. And that's like at the end of the day, like when I went to Vegas, like I knew I was going to lose money and I was paying for the experience just to say, yes, I did this in Vegas as part of my life. Check it off the bucket list. And I said to myself, you know what? I think that experience is worth like $50 to like get in and, you know, spend like an hour or two and then leave. Like that to me was worth $50. So I didn't like feel like too bad leaving. But $50 being lost in an hour versus $50 being lost in like three hours. I think that's where it comes into play. Like going to the Bellagio and, you know, doing like $25 blackjack and playing two hands and you're done. (laughs) It's not very fun. Yeah. I mean, Vegas and L.A. as well. They're great places if you're really rich. But if you're not, they're just terrible. So we found that out. We had fun being together. On that 28th floor of a janky hotel. Yeah, everything smelled like cigarettes. Oh, a thousand cigarettes smoked in the same room. Yeah. So anyway, we probably won't go back to Vegas anytime soon. No, that was enough. Really hope to get back to Central America very soon. So should we wrap it up, Sleepy Dave, so you can so you can get your sleep? Please. That All would right. be great. <laughs> what do you want your uh your final words to say before you descend into the darkness? Before I oh man. Um number one, if you stayed this long, good on you. But also I'm worried. I'm not sure if <laughs> This was super exciting to listen to, but you know what? Good on you. I hope things look up and that you get good sleep. <laughs> if you have listened this long, you deserve a reward of some kind. So maybe email me and uh, and we'll work something out. Um, speaking of which, you can message me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm just at Ethereno. On Facebook, I'm also at Ethereno Official. This is my page for following, which I recommend following that, actually. Don't try to befriend me because I don't add people I don't know. Um, but definitely follow my page. Um, should they follow you, Dave, or do you mm, not care? No, don't follow me. Don't find me. Don't look at my social media. It's not for <laughs> you. It's for people I know. Which, ironically, he never posts for anyway, so. Yeah, I'm not very exciting. Um, but he does a lot of great work. Dave's a, a mental health counselor at a high school, which is a very good job. So um, reach out to me, follow me, give me more episode suggestions. This is just a for fun one. Um, this is in the middle of my series I've been doing on covenants as a way of understanding the Bible. So we'll get back to that next. And um, yeah, if you didn't check out the first covenant episode, start there listen to the second one and then there'll be more coming after this so um yeah Dave is asleep now I think we'll see you guys next time you heard it from Dave I'll see you guys next time thanks so much for listening I'll talk to you soon Uh, bye